Live from the old National Bank State Street studio, you're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Welcome in to Black and Abdallah here on a Friday night. It's the best night of the week. Friday night calls, all calls welcome. That's right. It's presented by the Chicago Hounds, Chicago's new professional rugby team. Black and Abdallah will take your calls tonight at 312-332-3776. It's always our favorite time of the week here on Friday nights because uh, you call with anything and we respond and we have a great time and it's a fantastic way to wrap the week here on ESPN 1000. It's all presented by the Chicago Hounds. Black and Abdallah on Friday nights. All calls welcome. Friday night calls. Abdallah, there's a lot to get to tonight. I have some football stuff for you this evening. Also, the Bulls play tonight at 7 o'clock at the United Center. Uh, They kick off the second half of the the season post-All-Star break. 23 games left for the Chicago Bulls. And they're trying to fight for the playing game. So there's a lot to get to tonight as we uh, look around at at Chicago sports. Yeah, I think with the Bulls, it's like... What's what's the upside in making the play-in tournament for this team? You know, like are they going to try? Of course, they're. I would like to. I would like to see a team that doesn't look like it quit, like it did uh, two weeks ago uh, before the All Star break. But from what I've seen so far on the six game losing streak that they have, it's a team that looks like that they don't care. It's a team that, and maybe Patrick Beverly changes this. I don't know what you expect a guy who can't shoot from three, who plays decent defense, which is something the Bulls already do, to make that much of a difference, but. You know, I guess maybe a little spark will help, but to me, it's really uh, a, a few games here, and we'll kind of find out whether this team is going to be in it or out of it, and then the rest of the season is just going to be a slog till the end. I've heard that uh, the heartbeat of this Bulls team is Alex Caruso. That's what I've heard from from inside. Is that the the guy that is the true leader of this team is AC, and he Which, plays defense, uh, but offensively he is limited. He's a really good player. He's a good supplementary player to what you have built around. He was the perfect player to be on a team with LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. That title-winning team, the Lakers, that bubble championship that they got with uh, with Davis and LeBron and the ability to kind of navigate the Orlando bubble and get a championship there in the COVID season of the NBA. Caruso is a defensive player, and he's the type of guy that can hit a big shot for you occasionally, but a three-point shooter is not what he's known for. And that's basically what you're bringing in with Patrick Beverly. Another guard who doesn't create create for others, plays great defense, he'll get in your face, but also he's not a good three-point shooter. In fact, adding to this mix, Patrick Beverly is going to be the eighth best three-point shooter on the Bulls this season. Take a look at the three-point shooting on the Bulls roster right now, and yeah. you'd say the Bulls need an upgrade. And the player that they bring in is someone who is – Uh, joining the team with the eighth-best three-point percentage of the group, Uh, something we've also discussed at times this week here on ESPN 1000, is now with your guards, you have a situation where you have a bunch of guys who you can play offensively, and you have some guys that can play defensively, and mixing those minutes between Caruso, Beverly, uh, Zach Levine, Io DeSumo, Kobe White, it's going to be interesting how the, the minutes kind of 
are doled out. And I wonder if Io is going to be the guy that's kind of left not really getting a lot of run here in the final 23 games because Beverly and Caruso, I don't know if you can necessarily play them together and you're going to have one of them on the floor. I would imagine at most times that Zach Levine's out there, Kobe White's been playing good basketball. He's been hitting open shots and he's been a, a an improved three point shooter to this point this season. So Kobe's going to be mixed with those two. I don't know where Io DeSumo fits and whether or not we've seen enough progression from Io to maybe think that he's going to be here long term. Maybe he won't be. But like it feels like there's a bit of a log jam now at the guards position and Beverly's a decent player. I don't know how he really adds too much to the mix that they currently have. I'm still kind of stuck on the Caruso is the team leader. Like that should not be the case. No. Like Caruso should not be the heart and soul of this team. Like the heart and soul of this team should be your max player that has, you know, called out the fact that he deserves this max money and that kind of stuff. Or I would say it could even be DeRozan. Like DeRozan could be, you know, the, the, the voice of this team in the locker room or whatever. But to me, the fact that it's not Zach Levine, the fact that this year Zach Levine hasn't kind of taken on that role, especially after getting the max money, right? Like I get it if you don't know if you're going to be here or not, that kind of thing. But you got the money. Like you're expected to be here for the duration of that contract. And he might not be after this season, the way uh, Arturis Karnasovas was talking uh, after the trade deadline when he said that there are 28 games left, 28 games left, 28 games left, and now there's only 22 games, 23 games? 23. 23 games. And so my point is, like, if you're the max guy, you're supposed to be the guy. Like, I doubt reports out of Milwaukee would say that Giannis isn't the heart of the team, right? Or that you know, uh, Damian Lillard isn't the heart of p- p- the Trailblazers. You know what I mean? Like, that that it, shouldn't be the case. It doesn't have to be your best player, but I think it's tough when you're the heart of the team or the leader of the team is a bench player. Well, no, I just think you it's know, and it's that's weird. not shade at Caruso. It's just, it's the fact of the matter is that if he's not one of your starting five, if everyone's healthy... That that's a tough way to kind of go and operate. It could be, yeah, you're right. Like if I, if it was DeRozan, I wouldn't have been surprised, right? Like DeRozan, that that makes sense, right? But or yeah. even Vooch. I mean, Vooch you got too. three players who have made the All Star game in their past. It should be a starter on the team. It should be a starter, and ideally, it's the guy you gave the most money to, especially last year. Like it's the guy who just got paid. That should be the case. 312-332-3776 is the phone number. It's Friday Night Calls. All calls welcome with Bleck and Abdallah. It's presented by the Chicago Hounds, Chicago's new professional rugby team. Matt in South Carolina, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. You lead things off tonight. What's up, Matt? Hey, how y'all doing? What's going on? I have two takes. One is a bonehead stupid take, and one is... Relatively decent. Okay. So I'll give you the bonehead stupid one first. Go ahead. Okay, so in baseball now, in the 12th inning, you have a man on second. The commissioner who presided over that was Rob Manfred. Yes. Can we refer to this person as the Manfred man and play Manfred man when they're when the 12th inning starts? The band Manfred Man? Yeah, we'll look into it. Yeah. What's your second question? Okay, this is about college basketball. Um, It's not really a question so much as, to my point of view, the NIL has really changed college basketball because now these guys 
now these teams are getting graduate transfers that they wouldn't get normally mm-hmm. because these guys would normally just go into the workforce. But now they can go to bigger teams and make uh, 100000 or maybe more before they get into the workforce. And I think that's really going to change to better basketball because you have leadership on these teams. You have like Duke with Ryan Young and Grandison. Yeah, they're not doing great this year, but those are two guys that are performing well. I agree with you, Matt. I think it is good for basketball. Thanks for the call, Matt. Appreciate you. Thank you. You all have a great night. You You too. too. There he is. Corey, you thrilled our fans throughout the postseason with a great performance. You led the Dodgers to a World Series victory, and it's my pleasure to recognize your great play with the Willie Mays Most Valuable Player Award presented by Chevrolet. Yeah, that was uh, Rob Manfred back in 2020 handing out the MVP trophy to Corey Seager. Now, we need to make clear here on the show that Rob Manfred was medically... Okay, he was cleared in that audio. We don't know what was happening there. Maybe an echo, maybe something else. Hello. But he was medically okay. Major League Baseball said he was okay. And Matt just uh, mentioned Rob Manfred, so we had to hear our buddy, Rob Manfred. Corey. 312-332-3776. Blackie Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago Hello. app. All calls welcome. Friday Listen, night calls. I thought that 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 uh, that call was going to trend in the this is ruining baseball. This is ruining basketball. Yeah. And I was glad that it did not. Yeah. Corey. Hello. Yeah, Listen, good. Chris, yeah. if you want a 12th man uh-huh. on the field, sure. you have to play Manfred Man, The ghost runner. All right, let's go to it's Carmen. Not actually, a ghost runner no, because it is. no, because yeah, there's a person a zombie out there. runner. No, there's yeah, a person. A a zombie there's deal. a person out there though. Yeah, but he was, he and was they're faster not, than zombies. He just magically shows up. They're what is much this? faster than zombies. What is this The Last of Us? What is he just That's standing not a, there? It's not a zombie I show. That, I, I, I gave you something show. that was other than a zombie. It's not a zombie show. There's a fungus. Not a involved. zombie show. Fungus runner? Is that what we're doing? Fungus among us. We go to Carmen, North Riverside. All calls welcome. What's up, Carmen? Carmen. Hey, hello. Hey. I need he- I need some help. Yeah. What? So, obviously, one of you's got the tweet from her that I restored her father's record player. Yeah, it was me. Chris doesn't like music. Okay. Well, of course, he never not. said that. He doesn't, like kids he doesn't like records. <clears throat> Dirtying his oh, fingers. Right on. I'm just not a snob. Right. It has nothing to do with snob. It's not, yeah, you're, being you're, a snob. you're a hipster music guy. It has nothing it. to do with being a snob. I Stay out it. of it. Worry about the black part. Oh, this is an Abdallah question. <laughs> Go ahead, Carmen. Thank you, sir. So. I took her to a record store today and man dropped like a hundred bucks on three records. So I need help on where I can go to get her more records and not spend that amount of money. So I'm asking Chicago for help at C Carcino on Twitter. Mm -hmm. If you can drop me your favorite vinyl place, I would very much appreciate it. And at the age of 46, I bought my first record. There you go. There's, it's never too late to start, Carmen. I'll tell you this. If you come to the city, uh, obviously Reckless is the best place to go. There's a number of them. There's one here in the Loop. There's a big one on Belmont. Um, there's a big one in Wicker Park. I would say also go with the used section first. Look for the used stuff first before you pay for new vinyl because uh, usually they grade it by condition. So if you find like a very good to great condition, you're fine. Also, 
Garage sales. Once it gets warmer out and people start having garage sales, a lot of people don't know what they have, and they're just getting rid of people's garage. This guy out here in front is nodding that on his head. He knows what I'm talking about. Go to garage sales. A lot of times people will don't, don't know what they have, and you can just buy, like, hey, I'll give you... 10 bucks for 10 records or for 20 records or something and they don't know they just want to get rid of it and they're like yes please take this and then even if it's not in great condition you got a great deal on a record that's cool so why does chris hate music i don't he doesn't hate, hate music. music that was harsh he hates records oh okay who whose idea was it to have the song of the night each it was your night here idea. on the show it was your idea but i hate music well i mean i wanted to have a feature to have some music on the program and i hate music I'm just saying. Carmen, I think that there's going to be a fight here tonight. Not for me. Oh, good. Wait, wait. No, do it. Because Twitch would love it. Yeah, exactly. Carmen, we'll talk to you later, all right? Thanks, guys. There he is. Uh, Carmen in North Riverside listens to the show each and every night. And Friday nights are fantastic. All calls welcome. Friday night calls. And uh, Friday Night Calls is brought to you by the Chicago Hounds, Chicago's new professional rugby team. Coming up next, more phone calls. Abdallah, I see some uh, some of our friends on yeah. hold, ready to go. Here we go. It's a Friday night. It's going to get weird. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. It's Black and Abdallah. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Welcome Friday Night Calls presented by the Chicago Hounds, Chicago's new professional rugby team. We go to Jerry in Waukegan. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jerry? Black and a dollar. Good evening. How are you? What's up? Not much. Hey, that gentleman that was calling about the records, you can get those at at the Crackle Barrel. Did you know that? I did they not know that. Cracker Barrel? Yeah, we were shopping for my mom and dad for Christmas presents, just thinking around, and I saw all these records, ZZ Top, BGs, the old stuff, the new stuff, everything, country music, gospel, mm. crap. Yeah, we're all records, just letting you know. <laughs> I've never actually been to one of those. A Cracker yeah. Barrel? Yeah. That was, the, that was the first time I ever I, went to one. I only went, I've only been once. Isn't there one? Was, uh, there's one, like, right near uh, Gurney Mills up there, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Never been. Yep. That that's that's all I have for you. I okay. actually, um, actually, I was trying to, um, <laughs> actually, I was trying to get on Cap and uh, Cap and Hoodie show to, you know, their their song Cap and Hoodie. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm with you on that. Yes, I, I kind of spoofed it up a little bit, but they oh. wouldn't let me. Out. Wait, so, wait, what do you mean? Who'd you talk to? They wouldn't let you come on the show. What's no, 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 no. Well, I didn't have a topic. See, I don't, I don't listen. I, I listen to you guys all the time, but I'm not really a sports fan sports fanatic person sure like if you asked me any kind of questions i'd i'd be totally blank unless it was back in the 80s or 90s right okay but, that's fine we encourage those that, calls on this show yeah 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 and i appreciate it you guys treat your customers well here in black and a dollar but uh no the the how i swooped it up is uh i just added one word and i changed the little beat around a little bit of cap and hoodie are awesome bump 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 so you can give that to them if you want so yeah, that's great. We will uh, we will let Shay Norling know uh, to get that I'll on the Shay show. Now. I, I would say this though. He's busy fighting. You know, with Jerry. Cat. Jerry, I would say this. It sounded a little like uh, the McDonald's jingle. No, Did you guys hear that? No, Did you hear no. a little? I'm loving it. Yeah, bop bop. 
Did you hear that in there? Oh, well, we, we could change it again. Well, Jerry, uh-huh. give, give it to us one more time. I, I, I kind of heard a little. You listen for it, guys. Clean, go clean. Ahead, go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead. You guys are just messing with me. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, I'm, no, ser- no, no, I'm no. serious. All right. Uh, Cap and Hoodie are awesome. Bum, 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 bum. No, I don't. I didn't hear. No, it. I don't hear okay. McDonald's. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah, my, my bad, Jerry. I apologize. Yeah. That's on oh. me. That's all on right. me. That's good. I like that, Jerry. You can call us anytime. Okay. Well, yeah, I did call once a long time ago when you were looking for Jerry, and I called, but I was getting off the phone. But he said, "Yeah, yeah," but you know. But other than that, it's all good. All right, perfect. Thanks for the call. <laughs> what, yeah, were, what were we looking for a Jerry for? <laughs> <laughs> and he was, Remember that classic episode of Like an Abdullah when we just opened the we phone line and said, "Can we have a if Jerry?" Your name's Jerry. Call us. We need a Jerry. What if we ever needed a Jerry? I'm not saying I don't like Jerry's. But <laughs> what if we needed a Jerry? <laughs> I think I think I need a... Well, who do we need tonight? I need a Barry tonight. If your name's Barry, call us up. 312-332-3776. I need a Barry. You know that classic night when we just started the show and said we need a Jerry to call us. <laughs> Jerry night. <laughs> Jerry Knight. Oh, that's that's incredible. Damn it, Jerry. You ready, Abdallah? Never. You're never, not ready? ever, ever. You're ever. not ready? All right. I'm never, ever ready for this. Chase on the south side. You're I'm, on ESPN I'm not ready 1, for that either. <laughs> you broke him. Black was like, what's up, man? Chase, do you remember that classic episode of Black and Abdul when we were ones. looking for Jerry's? It's definitely going to be in the clip I, show. I, I can't remember that. I don't, I don't remember that. But, but oh, hold on. What's up, Chase? What, Black? You, you cut me off, man. Hold on. Oh, God. What's happening, man? Hi, Chase. Oh, no, no, you got to give me a better greeting. I don't, I, I, I don't ever do that. <laughs> you got to give what's a better what's greeting. What's wrong, man? Oh, Dallas, why are you so cranky today? I'm nice. not. I'm, oh, in a, Chase. I'm in a great mood. He is cranky I'm tonight. I'm in a great mood. He hey, is, uh, hey, he's hey, ready Blake, for the weekend. Hey, I'm in a great mood. Hey, Blake, do you, what, do you think, okay, do you think if this, if, what if Black uh, Dollar woke up in the morning, he found out that the Bears traded the number one pick for Trubisky. <laughs> all right. All right, gonna, Chase. We're moving on. Thank uh, you, Chase. I Good would, to talk to you. I would know that I uh, <laughs> that it was a nightmare and that there's no possible way that that would happen. Oh, man. This is uh, this is good. Uh, and I believe the Chicago Hounds are getting their money's worth. Chicago Hounds are definitely getting their money's yes. worth. Uh, their uh, first home game. Ooh. Coming up. March 4th against Utah. Oh. Make sure you get your tickets. Go check them out in Bridgeview at SeatGeek Stadium. Oh. A bunch of home games coming up here Pretty good. in March. Yeah. Might have something for you on Monday night if you listen to Black and Abdallah. Oh, Just and you maybe. like maybe you like rugby. There might be something in we our inbox that we might you. have for Monday night uh, with the Chicago Hounds, Chicago's new professional rugby team, 312-332-3776. All calls welcome. ESPN 1000. Hello, Mitchell. Good evening, Kevin Wright, Team Tactical. Um, good to see that Adam, you're in a, a great mood. 
with that natural, snide, sarcastic, smug attitude that you naturally possess. Oh, so I'm fun. sure, you know, having the moon in Taurus is really fueling a, uh, a real positive energy from your vibe. But I digress. Um, Want to talk about the uh, funding of the of obviously the uh, the new Bear Stadium, and it's actually very interesting because we're getting our first installment of our property taxes. Now, I don't. Do you guys own? Do you own a condo or do yes. you own a house? Yeah. Okay. So you're. Do you, Adam? Do you own or do you rent? No, I rent. F that. Okay. Shocking. Okay, I get it. Right. Paying property. Paying property taxes to the paying property taxes to the government. Well, the, yeah, Adam, I hate to produce you that whatever we are renting, the landlord who gets the property tax bill twice a year, yeah. plus when he got screwed by people who didn't pay him during the COVID years with the moratorium, your rent will probably go up. No. Now, we, we, to- we, uh, that doesn't happen to me. He's got a little well, side deal working, Mitchell. Don't he's worry. got a side deal. Don't worry about he, my rent. He, want, he wants you to focus on yourself. He's, he's very feisty Don't worry tonight, about Mitchell. my rent. All right, good. Well, you're, 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 I'll tell you, you're one of the uh, few that actually has that advantage. Not everyone can have that. Um, but yeah, Team Gemini, when you get your first installment, it's due on April 3rd. Yeah. Now, you're going to find out that you're going to be really annoyed because when I see my – I already saw you can look it up on Cook County on your – you know, you have a number. Mm-hmm. I already saw it. And it really sucks. It's a bitter bill that's a bitter pill to swallow. Yep. And with the Bears going to Arlington Heights – you know, this this talk that there's still eight million dollars that's still on the books for Chicago. So who's going to pay for that? And one of our conversations that we've had in the past is that it's going to be absorbed by the people in that municipality. And the fact is that the people that own the park district are the citizens that are that, that live in the municipality of that of that particular zip code. So you, it's like it, it totally sucks because the the amount of money that's going to be funneled to Arlington Heights is only a portion is going to be covered by private investors and obviously the families that are involved with the McCaskies. The 98% is going to come from the citizens of, of, of Arlington Heights and really the people that live in Cook County. And the fact of the is that you don't get to cash in that stock. It's just the same principle that exists in Green Bay. If you even go to Arlington, Texas um, with uh, Jerry World, he was brilliant in the way he put that deal together. He leveraged every corporate dollar so that he doesn't really have to put a cent in, and the taxpayers pay everything. That's how stadiums are built. Mm -hmm. That's the infrastructure financially. And the problem is this, is that what do you, as the consumer, what kind of benefits do you get at being going to Chicago Bears games now? And so you're being triple fleeced. Not only are you paying for, if you live in the Chicago or Cook County, not only are you paying for this ridiculous loser team, okay? You're paying for a quarterback that can't throw, right? And you get fleeced on the parking. You get fleeced on the food and beverage. The, the stadium itself sucks. The last time I went to a Bears game was in 1996, mm. and Eric Krimmer broke his neck, and uh, Dave Craig came in. It was awesome watching him throw with zip, touch, and torque. Uh, but I can tell you that back then that it was like a pain in the ass to get out of that stadium. And nothing has changed. And the point is that you get no benefit. What is the benefit, Gene Gemini, for you being yeah. a, a season ticket holder, I guess, with your family and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, what benefit do you? You get nothing. You get nothing returned. They triple fleece you. Go and to football way, games. That's pretty cool. Triple fleeced. But I am well, getting fleeced. Yes, we're getting fleeced. We're all getting fleeced. Three times. So, if you, okay, so my point is that when it goes to Arlington Heights, which we know that's going to happen, which is good for the people that, that get the dome and all that stuff, but the, the money, dude, it all comes down to the money. 
Who's going to pay for it? It's going to be the basis of the taxpayers. Sure. Your, ta- your property taxes are going to triple, and what benefit do you get in return? In fact, Chris, when you, yeah, when you open up that first installment, you're going to do a double tick. Now, if mm-hmm. you have the money to cover it, then you know what? Hey, no problem, man. You're doing a great job. But what do you get as a benefit other than being a homeowner? You can write off your property taxes, which is pretty cool. But the fact of the matter is it applies to like large stadiums. You get nothing except for they want your money. The whole point is to extract money out of your checking account or whatever means you have in terms of financial, what I call assets. And it's a really unfair system. It's not. It's not a good deal for oh, the taxpayers. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't think anyone enjoys paying property taxes. Totally and agree. You, the highest percentage, Chris, of the property taxes comes from the public schools. So why all these corrupt well, politicians? Especially someone not planning on having children. Right. I'm, I'm listen, about I don't that. have kids, Chris. I don't have kids. Okay, and I'm a lot older than you are, and I had to pay my property tax. Uh, that has a casino and a dispensary, which yeah. is the highest grossy in the state. I get nothing. It went up. It's, I have a meeting with the superintendent of the Ooh. school. I'm going to drill him down and beat him to a pulp because that you cannot basically continue to have the fleecing of America. The taxpayers of the world are getting screwed, and we're getting fleeced. And the fact of the matter is that you can't keep on pushing what I call the – we can't keep on carrying the water for these, these politicians in these public schools or stadiums unless – Unless, right, you're a multimillionaire and it doesn't bother you. But guess what? That does not apply to the average person listening right. to your show. Right, Do you right. hear what I'm saying, daddy I'm with you, Mitchell. Is All right, that well, it? that's my bottom line. And that's so I'm bottom line. And Adam, here's the bottom line, okay? <laughs> Improve that attitude, get in with the groove, and that's the, the bottom, bottom line. <laughs> Thank you, Mitchell. Have Thank a great you. weekend. Have a great weekend. There he is, Mitchell in the spots. <laughs> You okay over there? <laughs> I don't want him to drill anybody down. It's weird. Abdallah loses an age of life. What's the Super life? Nintendo going to do <laughs> of the schools? Is he going to lower his taxes? Oh, I enjoy it. Man. I mean, he does a, He does make a point. I mean, you're paying all these taxes. <laughs> if you're not going to use the school system, it stinks. Then move. I get it. Wherever you go, you have to pay property tax. Not Mars. Mitchell from Mars. There's no schools there yet, last I checked. Sometimes you're just as bad as he is. No. Sometimes you are. Can I tell you a bear story? This is Chicago's Home for Sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. I'd like you to meet someone who's really special. It's Black and Abdallah. A real inspiration. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. Friday night calls, all calls welcome, presented by the Chicago Hound, Chicago's new professional rugby team. It's Black and Abdallah taking your calls at 312-332-3776. But Abdallah, we see some news in the NFL from Tom Pelissero in the NFL Network. What do you see there? Tom Pelissero is reporting that the Rams have had trade talks with six-time Pro Bowl cornerback Jalen Ramsey. And league sources now believe it's very likely Ramsey is to be dealt in the next coming weeks. 
Ramsey is 28. He's due $17 million in 2023 on a front-loaded deal that averages $20 million, and LA, L.A. is clearing cap space. So we talked about this a few weeks ago, I believe, when we were just spitballing ideas yeah. Yeah. of teams that might need to move away from some of their star players, star players right? And one of them was the Rams and Jalen Ramsey and saying, hey, like, they're not going to let Aaron Donald go. Like, that's not like if you have to pick, you pick Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is consistently one of the top players in the NFL, not just at his position, but one of the top players in the NFL. And so to me, it's a position of need for the Bears. You have the money, so you could make the money work. But what the question is, is, is the compensation, right? Like, what's the, comp, what's, the, what's the price going to be for Jalen Ramsey? I would argue with you, it's not necessarily a position of need. It would be a position of luxury. If you could find a way to land Jalen Ramsey in this, this year's offseason. Because I, I think you do have capable you corners. You need depth there. You do need depth. Uh, so I, that's why, to me, it's not an absolute need. It would be a position of luxury if you could get something done. And, and your idea weeks ago at the start of the offseason was the Bears have the space. So in, instead of just saying we have to spend it all by going out in free agency and, and picking off the best players and overpaying, are there any stars out there on other teams that maybe need to reset their rosters? Mm-hmm. And are there guys who are going to be available that could help who are still young enough that could be ideal for a situation like this? You brought up Jalen Ramsey. We looked at the roster like the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers were a win-now roster that now has to transition. Uh, Vita Vea is a player that we both looked at. Mm-hmm. I believe, what, White, the linebacker, is mm-hmm. also someone that we looked at that perhaps the Bears may say there's a possibility that they could look at those two defensive players, bring them in in a trade, and then re- you know really revamp the defensive side of things for the Bears for next season. And whether or not Bears fans would be interested in a player like Jalen Ramsey, I think there's no doubt at the skill level and the talent And in big spots last year for the Rams, he definitely got the job done. He was a stellar player for that Rams defense. 28 years old. He's still going to be good for quite some time. I don't know if he would be worth what you would probably have to give up. I'm guessing somewhere close to a first-round pick to get Jalen Ramsey from the Rams. Again, though, if you end up trading back, you'll probably get a a second-round pick, another second-round pick, ideally, or a third-round pick. So you've got... You've got picks to play with, and like the tweet mentioned, it's a very front-loaded deal, and he's due $17 million in cash this year, $18 million in cash uh, in 2024, and $19 million in 2025, and then he's a free agent in 2027, or 2026, I mean, so that's not a bad deal. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, I don't think that's paying too much for Jalen Ramsey, and I think if it ends up costing you, like, if you get, if you have to trade a future first, you know, if you end up getting a if like the if the Bengals don't want to trade T Higgins, right? And sure. you get an extra first out of the Colts for 2024 or an extra first out of the Texans or an extra first out of the Panthers. Whoever you end up trading back with, would you trade a future 2024 draft pick for Jalen Ramsey? Would you trade a first round pick which could be which would be yours, so it would probably be or it would be their pick. So if the Colts would be, or you could trade your first round pick, which I would think would be somewhere in the middle because I think they, this team can win eight, eight games next year. Sure. So I, I, think it, I think it's worth having the conversation because, again, with the two guys that they have, like the backup 
is Kendall Vildor, and that's not great. So you do need depth. Now, do you need Jalen Ramsey? Not necessarily, but in this league where corners is a corner is a premium position, I feel like you can't hurt to have one of the best in the game. I would prefer if I'm giving up draft capital like a, uh, a future first or a high second round pick to bring someone in. I don't want to spend that on a cornerback. I'm I'm spending that on a wide receiver who's a number one guy. I'm oh, yeah. spending it on an edge rusher. Uh, I don't know if I'm doing that for someone like Jalen Ramsey, and that's the news that we're seeing tonight. Tom Pelissero from the NFL Network, he tweeted just moments ago, the Rams have had trade talks with six-time Pro Bowl cornerback Jalen Ramsey, and league sources now believe it's very likely Ramsey will be dealt in the coming weeks. Ramsey's 28. He's due $17 million in 2023 on a front-loaded deal that averages around $20 million in Los Angeles is clearing cap space. So that's the latest news in the NFL. Black Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. All calls welcome. Friday night calls. Talking to you, we go to Lonnie in Lombard. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Lonnie? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How are we? We're good. What's, what's going on? Good. It's, well, it sounds like we're all just beating up on a dollar tonight. But I don't know I'll, why. I'll let them off easy. Yeah, I don't know either. Get them. I, I, I get didn't do anything. No, no, I'm letting them off the hook. I'm letting them off the hook. Um, but, no, I was looking at uh, DraftKings today. The over-under for wins came out um, for MLB. And I'm pretty juiced up for the season. I'm a huge Cubs fan. Um, got them at 77 and a half. Can you guys talk me out of absolutely nuking the over here? Like, they won, what, 74 games last year. I think we got a lot, lot better. I mean, I, I don't even really know where the hole is on this team. I'm not saying we're going to be world beaters or anything crazy. I mean, I think we're – but I think we're better than 78 wins. I think we win over 80 games. What sure. do you guys think? Yeah, and that's a fair question. Thanks for the call, Lonnie. For the Chicago Cubs, are you going over the number? Um, hmm. I think so. 70, they seem like an 80-win team. They seem like a 500 ball club, don't they? Yeah, the moves that they made in the off-season, uh, off-season Trey Mancini, Eric Hosmer, Dansby Swanson, yeah. Cody, Cody Bellinger, yeah. these are all players who have performed in the past, right? Exactly. Uh, Swanson is in his prime still. Whether or not Bellinger could get back to that point, I mean, he's 27. You would like to think that he could, although in the last year and a half in L.A., he really fell off the table as far as his production with home runs and mm-hmm. his strikeouts were it was just out of control uh but he's a good outfielder hosmer has put together some uh some years here later because he's 33 that he's he's been pretty good he's no longer like the lead bat in your lineup but mm-hmm. I, I some of these guys have performed so i i think the idea of being around 500 I think is certainly possible for this cubs team this season yeah i think i would i would certainly wouldn't go under so that means I would have to go over, right? Like they don't seem like they're gonna gonna win less than that seventy seven. Without number. getting like too nerdy baseball statistic stuff, like my question would be: Do you really have a number one ace? That's what I was gonna say. They're, Marcus Stroman like, is is a good pitcher. Here's the uh, Tyon is a good pitcher. Steele looking to have a good year, but like, do you really have the guy that lead the team to be? way over 500 where you're competing for a division to be your number one ace. I don't know if you have that. They have good pitching. They have one of the better defensive lineups in Major League Baseball, so they can play defense and maybe make up for some of that lack of pitching. They should be able to hit. 
Uh, so if if the players you mentioned actually play like they, you know, if they get more out of Cody Bellinger, if he returns to somewhat to his form, Swanson should be able to hit. So I think that I think they're an 80 win ball club, 80, 81, 79, like right around 80 wins. So I would go over, but I think you might be sweating it. Like it's going to be a sweat to the end, and I, I but I think you hit the over. They're going to win a lot of games, three to two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Two think, nothing. That, I, that's the way they got to play. I think the other part of this too is that they're kind of middling around the tra- trade deadline, and those veterans on shorter term deals are performing well. Maybe they trade those yeah, guys, and then all of a mm-hmm. sudden you're kind of sweating out that over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Too. Or Good point, the opposite. They end up adding because they're fir- they're in first place, and they they got money now. Well, they're, they're cool just like going out and spending and going for it. Listen. I mean, biblical losses for the Chicago Cubs because I, of the pandemic. I agree with you. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, yeah, mom and pop yeah, operation. Yeah, it's yeah. good to see them, uh, you know, they pull themselves up by their bootstraps, yeah, right? Look, there's like no money in the banana. It's good thing. to see that the, the Cubs are, you know, it's just. Well, listen, go buy you know, some jerseys, guys. I mean, uh, tough, tough. Always money in a banana stand. Yeah, tough. Always money in a banana stand. Come together and buy some jerseys so they can afford now, you know. Some pitching at the uh, trade deadline. How about Come that? Together. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Buy a dance piece jersey. Fernando in Libertyville. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Fernando? Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? We're good, man. What's up? Not much. Just wanted to, before I make my point, give you guys props. Obviously, I'm from Libertyville. I actually graduated with you guys. Uh, my name's Fernando with an H. Oh, what's Fernando. up? Um, what's up, Fernando? Yeah. Not much, not much. So uh, I've been listening to ESPN 1000 since, like, really since I moved into the city back in, like, 08. So it's been really cool to see you guys kind of climb the ranks and be on the air now. So, Hell yeah. Um, but, bes- but besides that, I uh, just want to talk a little bit Bears. Um, I think, you know, in terms of what what's coming up with the draft, I think we got to focus on, on the O and D line. Um, you know, everyone's talking about wide receivers and weapons and all this, but – Honestly, I think we're in a great position. If we uh, if we trade away that first pick and we can still land uh, Will Anderson or Carter, and then still get some uh, some you know assets to to get a you know a solid tackle or a center, I think we'll be gravy. We can't we can't look at this season as like a fix all, right? Like I think this is uh, this is like a crucial season, but we're not going to be we're not trying to win the Super Bowl this year, right? So. Um, that's that's all I got for you guys. Uh, again, well done. Nice seeing you guys. Put Libertyville on the map. Thanks, Fernando. Uh, keep up the good, keep up the good work. Yeah, thanks, thanks for your support. Appreciate thanks for it. always listening. I, I would say that's where you look for this team, not necessarily to win or compete for the Super Bowl next season, but I feel like 2024, the Bears have to be on that list of teams trying to win. Right? Mm-hmm. Like next season, it's fine. Get everything aligned. Compete. But next offseason, when we're sitting here having this conversation next year, the Bears better be in that group of teams who could be like sleepers to make a run at the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's the timeline. Yeah. You know, I mean, you and I were arguing with Cap the other day about this. For some reason, he thinks this is the NBA and you can trust the process. And you get five years to rebuild. That's not the NFL. You hit the bottom of the pool and you get right back up. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Teams that are finished last place. Make the playoffs the following year. We saw multiple teams do it this year. Yep. Jacksonville and New York, right? We we see it each and every season. Teams go from the bottom right into the playoffs. Yep. You, you don't get five years. 
You're not waiting around for uh, Joel Embiid to join the team to the hopefully that the process no. works its way out. I think you you add where you need to add, which is almost everywhere. And I don't think you can go wrong upgrading every single position except for quarterback because I think that's as good as it's going to get for the Bears right now. And like you said, that you should be a like I want to hear people being like, oh, the sexy pick in 2024 ooh, is, ooh, the, is the, bears the, the Bears making the Super Bowl. How about that? Ooh. The sexy pick. The sexy pick is the Bears. All calls welcome. Friday night calls presented by the Chicago Hounds. Uh, we will continue with your calls coming up next. And also, an awesome song of the night. That's not. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Follow the show on Twitter. At Chris Black and at Adam A. Abdallah. Six to eight right here on ESPN 1000. Friday nights are the best. The absolute best. All calls welcome. Friday night calls presented by the Chicago Hounds. That's right. Chicago's new professional rugby team. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. You okay over there? Blurry. You're blurry? Yeah. On the Twitch channel, you're blurry. So what are you doing to fix that? I'm adjust. I'm like resetting the camera. Okay. You couldn't have wait, waited until we got went to break or something? or No, because when it's on break, people can't see it. What do you? What don't you understand? We're, we're trying to do a program. I've seen you do it before. <laughs> don't act like you haven't done it. All right, it's time for the song of the night. I want to rock! Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because dial. it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Exp- ah, never mind. Crank the volume, because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. Tonight's song, we go to the Wallflowers. One headlight. Your Song of the Night It's from 1996. Take you back. Usually each night around 6.50, we play for you the Song of the Night. Tonight, the Wallflowers. One headlight.
song of the night. It's a good song. <laughs> it has nothing. It has nothing. It, it has it nothing. Did not come out today. We have not done the Wallflowers yet. Uh, I feel like this album, uh, Bringing Down the Horse, is uh, like it's like a classic '90s yeah. album. Absolutely. And I'm very surprised that going through all of our songs of the night the past two plus years, we have never featured the Wallflowers. You know, the album uh, starts with this song and then uh, track two, Sixth Avenue Heartache. That's a great song as well. Bleeders, the third track, is a good one. Mm -hmm. This was a very, very good album. And you're right. It it is absolutely nostalgic to mid-90s music. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think it won a few Grammys. Uh, This album did, or at least the songs did. I think this one might have won a Grammy. Uh, This album peaked at uh, number four on the Billboard 200. Uh, And Jacob Dylan, the lead singer, Bob Dylan's son, in case you didn't know. Yeah. Uh, He's awesome. I like him. Did you see the documentary on Netflix, Echo in the Canyon? Yes. Which features him? Yeah, I did. I did. Very good. That was a good uh, documentary. I thought it was, too. I learned a lot in that. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. I always thought it was very, like, in the moment, I was like, this is Bob Dylan's son. That's pretty cool that he's, he doesn't suck like a lot of musicians' kids do. I kind of felt like there was a little backlash. There was. I remember, yeah, there was, but I was like... Think about it. There's a lot of musicians' kids that try to do what they do, and it's like, no, you're not as you're not yeah. good. you're not good. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, but this I feel like this is a good example where he's not better than Bob Dylan. No, but he's good. No, but it, it, they put out a quality product. Yeah. for quite some time. Absolutely, they still play every once in a while, yeah. right? Like, don't mm-hmm. they still tour to some um, extent? I, I don't know. Yeah, they do. Yeah, because I'm reading the Return to the Wallflowers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. but you're right. Like. Usually when the famous person's kid is propped up, usually you don't get good quality back. No. The, the, the nepotism. Uh, the, it's a big thing now, isn't it? Of course it's a big thing. Like every single Netflix show, you, you see the actress or the actor and it's yeah. someone's kid. Yeah. No one just breaks anymore. What's her name in Paris? Emily? Isn't, isn't she someone's They're, kid? Everyone is someone's kid. No, no, but like someone's no, no. kid. No, no, I mean like everyone in hot, like the entire show, girls. Yes. They're all every girl right. is someone famous's kid. Right. Everyone, every girl. Right. In girls, was someone's famous. They kid. They all had like a privileged upbringing. Yes. No, no one was just like found. They're no. nepo babies. Yes. Yeah, nepo babies. Them. That's the word I'm looking for. Nepo babies. All right, the wallflowers. One headlight. It's your song of the night. Turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. We'll be back in two minutes. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports.